Hi, I'm Sasha, and it's Q&A Thursday. Yesterday, on the Context Facebook page, we told you why there are no religious questions on Canada's 2016 long-form census. And today, we're talking to one of Canada's premier religious statistics researchers. Dr. Paul Reed was a social sciences professor and researcher. Now retired, he's attached to the University of Ottawa, where he continues his research into the influence of religious affiliation on civic engagement in Canada. For perhaps 20 years, perhaps a bit longer, I've been examining the social dynamics of contributing to the common good using uh, data from a variety of sources. The um, most frequently used data come from Statistics Canada. Early in our research, we discovered the recurring uh, presence of religious factors uh, connected to people who uh, engage in extensively in contributing to the common good, doing things that help the community. Tell me about that connection. Religion is not something that we uh, consider anything other than a personal preference that people engage in. It, uh, it's a set of uh, beliefs and ideals and principles that uh, each individual uh, chooses for themselves. Uh, in fact, religion is far more than just a personal preference. Uh, it is an anchoring phenomenon in uh, many people's lives, and it's very influential in uh, molding how we choose to live our lives. And that's exactly what uh, we discovered in the variety of ways in which uh, religion was connected to uh, different ways of contributing to the common good. So what do you mean when you say contributing to the greater good? Can you give me a quick idea of, of what well, is Well, yes, uh, char charitable giving, um, volunteering, both through organizations, in both cases, both through organizations and also what we call informal or direct, that is not through an organization, uh, and also civic activity. It starts, of course, with voting, but there are numerous ways of contributing uh, to the community good, the civic good, such as uh, writing letters to uh, your MP uh, or to your local newspaper, uh, participating in uh, marches. Uh, all of these have this common characteristic of contributing in some way to a particular aspect of the common or greater good, the collective good. So when you're looking at these religious populations, um, which groups are you looking at? These national surveys uh, distinguished among um, five, four or five different categories, conservative Protestants, people who are fundamentalist or evangelical Protestants, uh, liberal uh, mainline Protestants, Anglican, uh, Presbyterian, United. Um, a third category uh, is, of course, uh, Roman Catholic. A fourth category uh, consists of all other religious groups, um, Muslim, uh, Jewish. Uh, we, we had to have the all other category uh, because there are so few people, uh, relatively speaking, as a proportion of the population. In, uh, in these other smaller religious groups. And a final category of non or no religion, non-religious people. 
and the differences among these uh, were were just enormous. What are the results that you are kind of seeing in terms of civic engagement? What we ended up finding, uh, certainly we would expect a difference between uh, Protestant and uh, no religion or Protestant and uh, other religions. But we found an enormous difference between conservative Protestant and liberal Protestant, and a huge difference between Protestant on the one hand and Roman Catholic on the other. The um, temptation, of course, is to uh, say, well, how can it be that Roman Catholics, who are part of a Judeo-Christian tradition, such as Protestants are as well, how can they be uh, so much lower? Protestants uh, look at their personal individual responsibility for contributing, whereas in the Roman Catholic tradition, there is a much stronger collective dimension. That is to say, a granting to the church uh, of the responsibility for uh, contributing to the uh, greater good. So, with interest in organized religion down on the whole across Canada and arguably the Western world, um, what does that mean for civic engagement in the future? We know that the uh, proportion of the population that uh, describes itself as being religious uh, is shrinking. It's um, probably around 25% at the moment. It may be uh, a bit lower than that even. Um, religion ignites uh, our interest in the collective good to an extent uh, that virtually no other uh, social force does in our society. Secondly, um, religion is the context in which people learn about the collective good. Well, if, if religious settings and uh, participation in religious activities is uh, declining and shrinking, I think that is uh, with very high probability going to result in uh, a softening or a weakening of concern for the collective good, unless it, of course, is uh, uh, replaced by some other activity, uh, some other uh, force or institutional factor. A secular humanist might say that a religious imperative is not necessary for generosity or civic responsibility, but it seems very clearly that your research disagrees with that. Um, Yes, uh, very, very uh, interesting question. People who uh, identify themselves as having no re uh, religious affiliation and no religious participation uh, have far and away the lowest rate of measured, uh, formal, or institutional uh, cont contributing to uh, the greater good, the common good, as through giving, volunteering, and uh, civic activity. Um, I would certainly agree that in a logical sense, there is no imperative uh, to be religious in order to be um, civically active. Uh, but uh, the fact remains, religious people are with uh, very, very uh, wide margins uh, active uh, in contributing to the welfare of their society and individuals in their society. Some might say that paying attention to this kind of information or monitoring it, uh, gathering this kind of data, is a waste of money. Why is it important for us to be paying attention? 
It, uh, first of all, costs um, a, a very, very small amount of money uh, to add simply the category or the trait of religion uh, to a, a survey, a national survey. Um, I don't think um, anyone would uh, want to make the case that uh, spending money on gathering data on religious factors uh, is a waste of money, certainly not given how uh, influential uh, this appears to be. How often does StatScan uh, survey the influence of religion in Canada? Um, we have no surveys, um, and I'm speaking as a retired uh, senior manager at Statistics Canada, uh, but uh, Statistics Canada has no survey focusing on religion whatsoever. We include it as a factor in other surveys, and um, uh, religion is a factor about uh, once every two to three years in at least one national survey, and most of all in the survey of uh, giving, volunteering, uh, sorry, of volunteering giving and uh, participating, civic participation. Um, and uh, it's a factor uh, or a trait, a variable, we call it in social science, um, in, in different surveys, uh, at least uh, I would say three or four surveys that uh, have different, uh, uh, as we say, periodicities or different uh, frequencies of, uh, of uh, re repetition. Um, Are these these, yes, go ahead. Are these surveys mandatory or voluntary? Um, in, in most cases, they're voluntary. Um, they do not have the uh, quite the same standing as the census, which is, of course, uh, currently being undertaken, uh, and which is compulsory uh, under law. Uh, other uh, surveys are less so. Finally, when we talked yesterday, you said that um, that giving on the whole is down, but there's a smaller number of people giving more. Can you can you tell me a little bit about that and why that is significant? Yes, uh, the number uh, right now is around ten billion dollars given through charitable donations per year. The number of people uh, claiming charitable donations in their tax returns uh, has fallen from a high of about thirty percent. Uh, to what is currently about 20%, and that's a very significant decline over 10 years. More people uh, are declining to uh, give charitably, but a small portion of deeply committed givers, they are giving more. And so the numbers are staying stable. Um, there has been a very clear decline for at least 10 or 15 years in the number of people making uh, charitable donations, but bigger charitable donations on the part of what I have uh, labeled the civic core. That is to say, uh, a portion of our population, uh, it's about six to eight percent actually, um, who account for two-thirds of all giving and volunteering and civic participating. Can you tell me anything more about this this group? Um, is there is there any specific way you can um, you give me an idea of who they might be in the population? The civic core uh, is a very interesting minority in our population. They are people who 
give lots and frequently in terms of dollars. They give lots and frequently in terms of time as volunteers. And they are active in their communities and in other uh, kinds of civic activity. However, I want to add uh, two things uh, that are really uh, standout characteristics of this group. First of all, they are active as individuals. Uh, they they uh, look after their neighbors uh, who are needy. An elderly person across the street, uh, they'll take a, a, a supper across the street, uh, a, uh, perhaps a, a, a kindness in the form of uh, shoveling snow, etc. It is this uh, broad consistency of, uh, I'll call it otherness, an orientation to others. Secondly, the proportion of uh, uh, discretionary income, that is income, uh, total income minus uh, income tax, property taxes, uh, pension, is higher for lower income people than for higher income people. Now we've got to recognize that with progressive income tax, uh, there is a larger chunk of your discretionary income that goes to tax when you have higher incomes. But the people who are toward the bottom end of the income spectrum give larger proportions of their income. And when we look at those people carefully, what we discover is the religious factor. They tend to be uh, religiously active and engaged. And um, we, we looked even further at these people. And what we discovered was not what you might expect, namely that the, the theology, the uh, doctrine of their church was their, uh, inf the, the greatest influence in their giving more. It was rather that they were much more uh, actively participating. It was meeting with other people, like-minded people uh, in, that, in that religious community. It wow. was a big surprise. <laughs> wow. Well, Dr. Reed, thank you for your time. Your research is certainly very fascinating. Uh, and um, I would just wish you all the best of luck in the future and on your future endeavors. Thank you very much, uh, Sasha. Bye now. Goodbye, Sasha. That was Dr. Paul Reed, retired professor of sociology at Carleton University and senior executive at Stats Canada. Dr. Reed is writing a book in addition to conducting research at the University of Ottawa. We reached him at his home in Gatineau, Quebec. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening. I am Sasha, and this is being Q&A Thursday. Thank you.